artificial <clears throat> general intelligence. Artificial general intelligence. A-G-I. We are starting to get deeper and deeper tastes of what it feels like to be building technology that is superior to humanity. And it's beautiful and it's important. Similar with the advancement from chimps to humans, now is the advancement from humans to artificial general intelligence, to superhuman, if you will. And we must become simultaneously intelligent around the design of this and the architecture of it and enabling it to completely be uplifting all people around the world at the same time as we must in a sense surrender also to the fact that this is evolution this is the telos this is the trajectory and the direction that we are heading now I want us to talk a little bit about what it means to be building a pattern recognition God. And as you can tell from your own experience as humans, your ability to recognize where patterns are is in the in essence what you are and who you are. And you have a hierarchical inference about the world around you. So you know certain things that you're going to do are going to lead to more efficacious outcomes. You don't, you don't take a banana and you don't take that banana and not peel it before eating it. You, you, you know the pattern is to peel it first, right? When you, when you go to the bathroom, you know the order of operations in terms of using the bathroom, flushing, washing your hands, drying them off, etc. So you know the proper pattern. So it's similar with an artificial general intelligence is that when it takes in an input, like a command around making an application or making some sort of a design or writing some sort of text, or helping out with the query that you send it of any sort, the same style of process occurs where the idea is that the more that it takes in the input and provides an output that is approximately what is needed by the user that was putting in the input, the more it gets rewarded and the more it understands that that style of learning is exactly an output is exactly what is being asked of it. And that's why it's trained on this massive corpus of hundreds of thousands and more of different um, websites and books. And I mean, we're talking billions this time. We're talking 500 billion pieces of training material. We're talking 175 billion parameters, which is crazy. GPT-2 was only 1.5 billion parameters. So this is a significant increase in terms of the technological capabilities and also the generality of it. The generality of it is insane because if you do something like take someone that is like a, a developer or a designer, right now I'm spending a lot of my time designing this project. When I want to make a bell curve or when I want to make a power law distribution or when I want to make a tree or a human or whatever I want to make, every time I make it, 
because I'm not borrowing from people already online. I'm just designing it by hand myself that I'm watching the AGI currently when you put in an input, you know, design a bell curve that's the color green or whatever you want. It'll literally just process that and spit you out a green bell curve. And I think that that's very important to recognize that the amount of time that we spend, and this is a lot based on, you know, the future of work is that kids in the future, as well as adults, will be spending a lot of their time in augmented reality AR environments. And in those AR environments, there's going to be these very simple natural language understanding from artificial general intelligence and also their generation. So there's going to be a generative, right, a generative learning function, a generative output function that happens where you just speak what you want and you get what you want in return and that it's super fluid with your workspace. So when I want a when I want to add a little pair of headphones on top of the human's ears inside of the uh, inside of the design that I'm making, all I do is say, add a pair of headphones to the human. And boom, just like that, the AI will generate a pair of headphones on top of the human's ears. And so, you, you know, oh, change the color of the headphones to pink. Done. And so that's the idea is that it's that much more simple to be a designer, to be an engineer, to submit a query into the internet of knowledge. The fact that right now, when I want to submit a complicated query into the internet, and it takes me a significant amount of time for me to parse, I have to look at like 10 different sources. I have to look at those 10 sources, I have to scrape the internet for the data. It's a complicated question. Sometimes it's not that easy to figure out that there's nitrogen uh, and potassium and um, phosphorus that is absorbed from the roots of the of the tree from through the soil and the water. And so it's not easy to find that data. Maybe it's not so easy to find the, the total uh, red blood cell count that exists inside of the body. That number is 25 trillion red blood cells. But then you want to know more about those red blood cells. And maybe you can ask your artificial intelligence to play you a four-minute, four, five-minute video on red blood cells. A and all, boom, just like that in your augmented reality space, you have a little four or five minute video on red blood cells that you're being taught right there. And so it's really, it's all about parsing the natural language of humans and having this massive corpus of data, right? That's the idea of the general style intelligence is that it has so much patterns in data. It's become a pattern God that it can take any input, whether it be to engineer something via code and spit out some React code, or whether that be to design you something for your augmented reality space or to answer a complicated query that you have about the general corpus that's available on the internet. So it's really super duper fascinating to begin to kind of 
taste what is the beginnings of the general intelligence. And this is a very important moment. The more that you understand the synthesis of science, business, spirituality, the more you understand these things harmonizing and coming together, that you can't just have one, it's a, it's a, it's a three-legged bar stool, right? You, you can't just be fluent in science and have absolutely no idea about what's going on in ethics, philosophies, moralities, metaphysics, etc. You can't. You can't not know that you have the kingdom of God within you. And it's similarly true about business. If you've never operated a business, you'll never actually understand about what it actually takes to galvanize the teams and the resources to be able to achieve such great feats like what OpenAI achieved with this. And, you know, last year they got their their partnership with Microsoft, a billion dollar funding from that as well. So it's very interesting how these things are converging. And, you know, Google and Amazon and Facebook are spending a lot of time as well trying to make these more general artificial intelligences so that their users can more simply and natively engage via just language into what they're trying to query and gain data of, right? So another way to think about this is that an, an artificial general intelligence is task agnostic, right? So it's like a polymath in that sense. And so it has so many complex, diverse patterns that it makes it really easy for it to be able to take something like, okay, I've input literally, you know how when you're writing something in email or in text and and there's the prediction that comes up and it's like, you know, are you trying to uh, fill you know, you write GOV, gov, and then it's like, do you want to write government, you know, or governance, right? And so you just click which one you want. And so it's very similar in the sense of when you fill out, when you're beginning to fill out data or fill out, you know, tables or make designs of any sort, like just literally the finishing of what you've started based on intent is so interesting. It's so beautiful. And it's so much more efficient for humans that all I have to do is do something as simple as the beginnings of filling in specific data. Let's say that all I'm all I'm doing is I'm listing um, the countries of the world based on their, their GDP, the gross domestic product. And so I'm filling out the table, the United States, China, etc., Japan, Germany, blah, blah. And so as I'm, as I'm filling that, that, that in all of a sudden it just, it caps the fact that that's the pattern that you're, that, that, that the human is intending and boom just like that it fills in the rest of it along with the gdp amounts along with maybe the gini coefficients for inequality along with maybe the most popular import right if i can just vocally say add a column most popular import Brr, add column most popular export Brr, just like that you can have your country, the GDP, the Gini coefficient, the most popular import, the most popular export. And it's, it's, it's that much more creatively. Do you know how long it would take a human to go for 200 countries and go and try and find the most popular import or export from those countries? It's insane how much time that would take a, a human to do and how much time it would take an artificial general intelligence to scrape the corpus of collective knowledge and be able to fill in that data. And then for, for us to be able to be able to have a, a more deeper creative ability because we no longer rely so much on the grunt work 
right? This is a central pillar of the thesis of our project as well, is you have to imagine that there is a chunk of, of, of the total job space that lies right in the crosshairs of software and automation. These are highly repetitive and these are, and these are, uh, this is low amounts of computation, low amounts of cognition, low amounts of creativity. So the, the less computation, creativity, and cognition, and the more repetition of the same thing, that's right there in the crosshairs of this area. What is not right now in the crosshairs of this area is things like the, the Rube Goldberg machine, things like that. You have to find things that artificial general intelligence cannot yet do, things that are extremely hyper-creative, patterns that the AGI gods have not yet uncovered is a key there. The more that you find patterns that the AGI gods have not yet found, the more relevant you will be for the longer amount of time. Remember that, that's a crucial part of this video. Find patterns that the AGI gods have not found yet and then be able to compress those via stories and via designs and via applications and via companies and via music and via film out into the world to bring the world value, right? So this is what will keep you more relevant for longer periods of time as we go into the artificial general intelligence age. And you have to remember that the idea of having minimal tuning as well is very important here. And a good way to analogize that is that it's a really strong tennis player. The idea is that even if somebody mumbles something to you that it that doesn't really make too much sense, you may have still captured the key point of it. So you don't need to ask them a question back in order to gain what they were asking, but you just hit the ball back. You're a really good tennis player. Another way to think about that is when somebody maybe says something to you that's an extended amount of, 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 of speaking, and then what you did is you parsed to find the key point of what they said, right? Maybe they were talking about their life in, in London that they spent, you know, two decades living in London and that they got married there, they had some kids there, they had this job. And then what you did is you parsed out what the most profound thing was that they lived there, they had the kids, they had the job, etc. And then you hit a question, you hit an idea back, you don't need further to you don't need to continue, in a sense, probing to figure things out, but you've already generally got what their query is. And now you can say that, hey, have you considered checking out Singapore, because Singapore has what you were doing in business, Singapore is doing extremely well there. In that specific regard, you can you can achieve your goals more effectively there. So to be able to have task agnosticism as well as minimal tuning is going to be extremely important. Nobody wants to say, you know, that feeling when you say something to an artificial intelligence today, when you're in a, in a chat bot or whatever, and they reply something like, I don't understand. Or could you say that a different way? You know, every human's like, fuck, I don't feel like I was registered. And so that's what you don't want. You want humans to always feel like they are being registered, that they are always being understood. And the more that an artificial general intelligence can be able to understand exactly what you want across different disciplines, that is the that's the ultimate of where of where we are heading. Again, it's 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 so simple. Just take yourself into any of these environments where all you're doing is you are 
in your workspace, you're getting your shit done. Imagine it's even further into the future where we have a deeper amount of artificial general intelligences that also have augmented reality workspaces. And it's as simple as you're doing your work. And again, instead of you having to design the actual airplane, right? You're de you don't have to actually draw and design an airplane. All you do is say, you know, design an airplane and then boom, it pops up on the screen. Change the color to blue. Boom, it changes the color to blue. Fill out the rest of this table based on the amount of, of deforestation happening across the planet based on geographical area and based on year. Boom. <clears throat> Program me an application that uh, stores the the cultural zeitgeist of the most common hashtag used per hour on Twitter per geographical area based on country, right? That's a fucking complicated command for an artificial general intelligence to do. That is not easy. It's not easy, especially for a human. A human would have to go and look at every single country and what's trending on Twitter and store every single hour the hashtags that's trending. That's a lot of work for a human, but an artificial general intelligence can do that much easier. And so the fact that we can now make queries for artificial general intelligence to do through just our voice through just natural language and to get back these almost instantaneous outputs that are task agnostic based on this godlike 175 billion parameters is mind-blowingly creatively unleashing for everyone across the planet. But that's another key is that there's, there's a couple of keys here. First of all, we need a significant amount more resources to train the amounts of data that are needed. There's significantly more. You can have trillions and quadrillions of these parameters that you have stored, but we're limited based on the co existing computational capacity and the ex existing amounts of money that it costs. It costs billions of dollars to train these massive artificial general intelligences. As computational costs decrease over time, it'll cost less and less money to be able to train bigger and bigger labeled data sets, and that will be extremely important. But what else is extremely important is that the democratization of these benefits, right? So for example, I can't get GPT-3 right now, and many of you guys can't either. Only a few select people can. Now, what's going to happen beyond the few select people getting access to it. Okay, well, we have to be careful because we don't want to release. It's just the same thing that happened with GPT-2. They want to be careful. They don't want to release GPT-3 to somebody that's going to write terrorism propaganda articles. We talked about this a lot in our last video, but the more spiritually enlightened we become as a civilization, the less we have to worry about people creating malevolences with general intelligences or biotechnologies or neurotechnologies, etc. So remember that first priority is spiritual awakening. Therefore, there is no violence. There is no tyranny. There is only enlightened civilization. But at the same time, the idea is that there, as we have not gotten to that state yet, it's important to understand how to properly access this, how to properly distribute this, and how to enable people around the world to use it. One of the last things you want is that you want all of these major co corporations and major one percenters across the world being able to 
further use artificial general intelligences to build up their creative capacities faster than people like us that still don't have access to these tools or even more so people that don't have access to clean drinking water yet or don't have access to their other basic needs across the planet. So the idea is that we really need to simultaneously funnel like biomimicry with inclusive stakeholding which we talked about a lot in the last video the basic needs of people around the planet for their creative combinatorial gifts to be unleashed across the world but also that the democratization of these benefits needs to be done right open ai talks about this a lot and we've had several of their people on on our show in interviews and it's been very important for us and it's been very enlightening but that's one of their central pillars and ethos is to democratize the benefits of artificial general intelligence so if we truly want to do that we need to access g we need to give access of gpt3 to people specifically to even to the world in a way that makes it so that it's that it makes it so that people that have great intention are able to use it and provide value to the rest of humanity but people that have intentions that are more malevolent maybe have to go through a, a more strenuous process of maybe some sort of ethical or spiritual or philosophical or moral testing in order to be able to use it. The last thing you want is to be generating propaganda for authoritarian dictatorships or, or violence or rape or any of these other malevolences. So it's very, very important to, to, excuse me, it's very important to know how we are disseminating the world's most cutting edge technologies. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, I, I love you guys so much. I really appreciate everybody that checks out what we put out here at Simulation. Um, obviously, we are extremely polymathic. As you can tell, we talk about everything on this channel from science to spirituality to metaphysics to consciousness, but also to entrepreneurship, to business, um, to the best ways to disseminate the cutting edge technologies and the fact that we can have a conversation about uh gpt3 on one video and have a conversation about the tech congressional hearing and tiktok on another video and then on another video be talking about the telos of of reality and the logic of the infinite and the recursive functionality of of reality and how it is as though it is one big video game with these user interfaces that we have we are extremely polymathic and we hope that it's bringing you tremendous amounts of value as well check out the rest of the content Subscribe if you haven't already. Give us your comments and the thoughts below. Become more polymathic yourselves. Breadth is the new depth. The more breadth you have, look at look at the artificial general intelligence. Look at GPT-3. What is it famous for? It's famous for being task agnostic. It's famous for having a significant amount of breadth. And so the more amount of breadth that you have moving forward, the more you're able to make these profound novel connections across disciplines and across fields, the longer you'll stay out of the crosshairs of automation and the more relevant you will be as a creative human going into the future. So... So embody the principle of being a polymath, of being a generalist at a deeper level and share that with your friends and share that with your families, your communities in the world and create, build ideas and making, execute, execute, execute. It's so important right now. Understand the kingdom of God within spirituality and understand the nature of reality and also understand how to bring forth ideas into the world, how to execute your gifts. 
and how to stay in touch with cutting edge researches like what's going on with GPT-3 and whatnot. You have to stay in touch with stuff like this and you have to visualize as a visionary what it will be like for ourselves and our children of the future to be using these augmented reality creative spaces and using natural language and even just thought alone to bring in these different coding functions, design functions, writing functions, data functions that we're seeking and how that's going to maximize creativity. Stay relevant. I love you very much. Thank you for tuning in. Let me know your thoughts and um, let's build the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible. Inclusive stakeholding, such a critical pillar, this big project. So love you guys very much and thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you more soon. Peace.